my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope you guys are having an absolutely wonderful day today. hope you guys are staying strong and healthy as always, and be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com and see the product of the week that is currently on sale right now at healthmasters.com, the COQ10 Ubiquinol. plays a pivotal role in the body's energy metabolism. It's great for the, for the heart, cardiovascular system, fantastic antioxidant, very, very good also for blood flow and basically blood viscosity. So I encourage you to check that out, the website healthmasters.com on sale right now. And also, too, the Ultimate Multiple Powder is still on sale as current massive sale, 20% off, so be sure to check that out as well. And I was reading a couple articles this morning, guys, and it it was very troubling to me as I was starting to go through this. I kind of had to take a step back and get focused on it and kind of look at it from, you know, just a a flat standpoint, not get emotional about it because it was very irritating. There is an article that Health Impact News put out now, and they are discussing the fact that the vaccine adverse event reporting system so far, already in less than a month of the young children being approved through emergency use, ages six months to four years old, being injected now, which it's, it's barely even been a month. You know, it was basically approved on June 17th. It's been less than a month. There are already 137 reports on the VAR system. Now, remember, most of these reports are usually one to two week delayed as far as when they actually go into the system and they display Considering the fact this thing's only had emergency use for a little over three weeks, this is showing us that we're going to start seeing an enormous amount of VAERS reports on young children from the shot, which I'm not, I'm not going to get upset right now because it just it makes me irate on what's happening to these little children. And these 137 cases, most of them are severe, significant side effects, all the way from brain injury to anaphylactic shock to seizures, to severe skin rashes. I mean, the list goes down the line with this. Now they're talking about, in some children, basically three- and four-year-olds, they're reporting hallucinations. Yeah, hallucinations. What in the world is anybody even considering giving this to children? I told you guys for months now when they were going to talk about this, and they gave it emergency use, and they were wanting to get emergency use. I said, there is absolutely no legitimate reason whatsoever any child needs to be getting the shot ever, period. This is RNA gene therapy. We don't even know what it does to adults long-term because we have had only like two years of basically real-world studies that they're trying to suppress but yeah, now we've rolled it out to six-month-old to four-year-olds, which makes me matter in anything. And again, this is why I've encouraged people, please, please, please get the truth out there to people that may not know what's going on, and they're just blindly accepting what their moron, sicko pediatrician is telling them to do with injecting these young children with RNA gene therapy. And remember, guys, this thing's only been approved for a little over three weeks. They rolled the shot out about right at three weeks ago. This is only the first shot. Remember, this is a three-shot phase that goes on for two months total, the last shot being, I think, a month and a half after the first shot. This is just the starting shot that they're giving to these kids, meaning if these parents continually go through with this, these children are probably going to be dead 
if not going to be vegetables or severe, severe autism and all types of other significant health problems if they go through this three-round shot, considering what you're already seeing with this first shot, guys. So please, it is your duty as an American, as a patriot, to please get the truth out there and wake up as many people as you possibly can and try to convince them to please do their own research before they inject their young, healthy children with this unbelievably deadly shot that they're telling everyone is totally safe and effective. Here's the million-dollar question that I've continued to ask people, and nobody's been able to answer it. If the shot is so effective in adults, much less children, why in the world is almost everybody that's getting sick again the ones that are fully injected for the most part that are going into the hospital? If the shot's so effective, why is bobblehead flip-flop Fauci going on national television and telling everybody most of the people that already got their shot their first round, it's got waning immunity. This is a new term now they're saying Waning immunity. <laughs> well, I kind of hate to bust everybody's bubble, but if you got the shot a year ago and you're saying it's already lost its waning immunity towards the virus, what is that supposed to mean for the efficacy and the effectiveness of this shot if it actually did anything? Now, again, we know from the research there is no immunity on any significant period of time. They did on the research within, I think, 12 days, it starts having a negative immune response, and your immune system starts going into a freefall nosedive. We talked in detail last year about the doctor who actually had a patient that allowed him to do blood work on him pre-shot, post-first shot, and post-second shot. And by the second shot... He said his straight up his T cells, his antibodies, his white blood cells, his entire immune system was nosediving in the ground. I mean, complete freefall, just collapsing. Immune system not even functioning anymore after the second shot. Now, again, after this stuff starts to get out of your system, I think for some extent you're able to continue to take supplements and hammer the vitamin C and the D3, and you may be able to rebuild your immune system. But I can tell you this right now. If somebody keeps injecting this stuff into their body over and over and over and over and over again, there's not going to be much of an immune system left. Not to mention, what are the long-term effects going to be like cancer? Remember we had the simian 40 virus back in the 50s and 60s that rolled out when they basically had these cancer cells in the monkey virus that they were directly injecting into people? Then all of a sudden we find out later on that the vast majority of people that weren't very healthy – that were getting this shot later on in life were all contracting cancer, kind of like they knew it before they gave it to everybody? Well, yeah. I personally think this is the simian 40 virus as far as 2.0, not the that virus, but this is that phase. I think we're going to watch over the next 10 to 20 years people that keep getting this shot if it doesn't kill them from the shot itself, I think you're going to start seeing immense health problems, if not much, much sooner than that. And again, these guys that run these shots, the Pfizer, the banking cartel, everybody that's making literally billions of dollars off of it, they're going to have 100% carte blanche immunity and have to not cut, basically talk to anybody or have anybody talk to them about what's going on with this. They simply cash their check, laugh on their big throne of money and blood, and sit there and just, just cackle at everyone that actually went and continually got this shot. And now we're seeing... Blatantly, like I said before, right in front of us, as I said it for months now, the corporate media is hyping this midterm variant as the most dangerous COVID yet. It's even worse than the first one, guys. It's even worse than the first one. 
Well, if that's the case, it's probably because they released something out of another bioweapons lab, maybe in Ukraine, <laughs> maybe in Wuhan. You never know anymore. But isn't it funny, right before the election, right before the midterms, they pulled this stunt, exactly what me and Dad said at the beginning of the year. So, again, this is something that's critical right now that everybody keeps their immune system as strong as possible. Make sure you're hammering the vitamin C with antioxidants, the D3 and the zinc, continuing to exercise, breathe fresh air, and continue to stay strong because they are definitely – whipping something up right now, whether it's the shedding from the spike protein of people getting injected or whether it's something else they released, who knows anymore? All I know is one thing, 100% of what the corporate media tells us is pretty much a bold-faced lie now that we're starting to see every single day. If they tell you it, it's because they want you to think about it. They want you to focus on it. They don't want you to look and see what's going on behind the curtain with essentially the Wizard of Oz pulling the strings because once you realize what they're actually doing, you start understanding what you have to do and how you have to be vocal. So I encourage everybody, keep getting the truth out there. We have to continue to push this as much as possible. What do you think, Dad? Yeah, well, Austin, the, the crazy part about all of this stuff is, is I sit back and I and I watch what's happening. This whole thing is so, you know, is so macabre. I mean, we've got a group of people out there that are killing everybody or trying to kill 90% of the population while they make billions of dollars on killing people. And if killing people, you know, that's not bad enough because the American people and the people of the world have become so insouciant and so lackadaisical and they start to want to believe everything the government says. You know, that's bad enough. I mean, when you have an adult that decides to take a shot because they're even be forced to or, or because they choose to or because they don't want to lose their job or whatever – that's bad enough. But when you take a four-month-old infant or five-month-old infant or six-month-old infant, that's absolutely no choice. They can't make a decision on this. I remember years ago and you know, when Austin was going into the Marine Corps, I remember when he was going into the OCS program and decided not to do it at the last minute because of Barack Obama winning the presidency. I told Austin, I said, the shots now are up to you. You're 19 years old. You've got a four-year college degree. And quite frankly, if you want to do it, it's your call. I'm not going to make you, you know, do shots. I'm not going to tell you not to do shots. You know how I feel about shots. So this is your choice now because you're an adult. And, and I guess that's where we have to get sometimes in our lives. We have to start making choices, I guess. But then they lie to us so much, and then they're basically running these – the federal government ran a billion-dollar ad campaign promoting the shots. Billion dollars. One billion dollars, if not more. And, and what's nuts about it is they can't just kill us. They've got to profit from it. It's, it's, it's like a twisted, sick soap opera that is some kind of horrible melodrama that basically has Frankenstein at the core, which, of course, would be Klaus Schwab and the gang from the World Economic Forum, who basically being run through international um, you know, bankers and basically through interdimensional entities. I mean, it's the sickest thing you've ever read. I mean, if you, if you read this and you saw it on a play or you saw it on a TV show, you saw, oh, that would never sell, that you could ever do a show like this because it's so far out there, people wouldn't believe it. <laughs> it's just unreal. I mean, and, and, and these little children, now they're hallucinating and screaming four, five, six months as, as their DNA is being changed and their bodies are being destroyed. And, and these people, these pediatricians, and you know, there's some good pediatricians out there. There really are, but they're few and far between. I mean, they really are. The vast majority of the pediatricians out there have signed into the medical industrial complex through Blue Cross and Blue Shield, and they're getting huge bonuses every year for having the vaccines, you know, most of their patients vaccinated. That's why so many of them won't even take a person who refused to take a child from, from parents who refused to have the children vaccinated. 
I mean, it's crazy because they, they, they lose their subsidies from these insurance companies. And it's all through the same group of people, the Kabbalist Luciferians that are running the planet. And now they want to basically reduce the population. I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely nuts that this is happening. Then also was talking about the Simeon 40. Massive increase of brain, breast, and blood cancers from the people who got the Simeon 40 back with the polio vaccine back in the you know, 50s and the 60s. And I was one of them. I got that too. It was an oral vaccine. I, they gave it to me. And by the grace of God, I haven't any problems with it. But a lot of people have. You know, and, and when you stop back and you look at it and you see people like Zuckerberg now, basically he's telling his top administration on video not to get the shot. They're, they're too dangerous. <laughs> you start thinking, wait a minute, why are you banning people on Facebook who were promoting, you know, the shot might be dangerous? Because he's being controlled, too, by the same people that financed him, the same bankers that basically put all of this out. You know, as far as you got to take these shots, you got to push, push, push. Remember, I told you, you know, two years ago now, when Donald Trump carpet bombed the world economy by shutting everything down, I said the only people powerful enough are the central banks to close the world economy. They're the only ones. And now we have a rise in interest rates. We talked about it yesterday. They're going to go up another 1%, which they should have been doing quarterly percentages for the last three years. They should have been doing that already. It should have, it should probably, probably should have been doing, you know, you know, quarter point, you know, raises for the last three years every month until they got this inflation back under control from all these government giveaways. But then they, they knew this was going to happen too. It artificially held up the stock market. And now, like Austin said earlier, they're pushing this huge event now with another variant release. And it's, it's not so much that it's a variant release. I mean, I, I can't even say it is that this time. But what it is is that people's immune systems are so compromised, they're just getting sick from anything. You know, a common cold runs around. They get sick. Now they get really sick. Now they're being hospitalized. They're saying hundreds of thousands of people a day are being hospitalized with this new variant. Well, this is crazy. And you think, well, why in the world is this happening? It's exactly what we told you two years ago. You know, in a year ago, half ago, when they started injecting everybody, when you compromise your immune system, you're going to get sick from anything. I've got a friend of mine from high school. You know, he used to listen to the show. I couldn't even get in touch with him anymore. He's been deathly ill now since he took the vaccine. I mean, deathly ill. And he was a good friend back in junior high school and high school, but you know, I don't even talk to him. I can't get, get a return phone call anymore. And you think, what the heck happened to him? Well, he took the shot. Well, now he's probably angry that he took the shot, or even if his brain's still working to the point of understanding that he took the shot because he's been so sick. I feel horrible for him. He's a good guy, a good friend. And, and you start to realize that the media has been instrumental in all of this stuff. You know, when people try to come out and tell you the truth of what they're doing, what the CIA is doing, what the media is doing, they're really branded. They're really, you know, set out there in the press and basically, you know, set out on a smear campaign. You know, as, as much as I don't like Donald Trump, he was the victim of the probably the most vicious smear campaign I've ever seen from the beginning of time since I started doing research. I mean, with what happened with the Russia collusion, all this crazy stuff with him and his, and his White House, I mean, every single day he got hammered for four years. Personally, if I was him, I'd have done everything I could when I was in the White House. I wouldn't have put any CFR members in. I wouldn't put any Goldman Sachs members in. I wouldn't put any, you know, neoconservatives in. I wouldn't have done any of that stuff. I would have just put the right people in the right spot to the best of my ability, come what may, run four years, see what happens, and say, I'm done. I'm out. That's what I would have done if I had been a victim of all that because the, the, the amount of abuse he took is unbelievable. It really is. And then he brought a lot of that upon himself. And now the, the, the patriot community has walked away from him. A lot of them have because he never basically pardoned the people from January the 6th. And, and it's just on and on and on and on. And they're still a year out of office, a year and a half out of office. They're still hammering the guy about January the 6th with Donald Trump. So it's, it's incredible. Another example, the CIA software engineer 
He's 33 years old. He's now been convicted over the single biggest leak of the classified information in the agency's history. He's the one who gave WikiLeaks the top secret intel on how spies, how U.S. spies on people abroad using Internet-connected TVs and compromised smartphones and turning on the cameras on your doggone telephones and your laptops and watching you. He's the one who told everybody that. His name is Joshua Schulte. He's convicted of espionage and obstruction on Wednesday. He was found guilty of providing classified CIA information to WikiLeaks in 2017, you know, five years ago. He claimed that he was framed for the leak and he made a scapegoat by the he has been made a scapegoat by the feds. He said there were dozens and dozens of people that had access to the same information and they singled him out for this. The Justice Department said he was motivated to leak materials out of spite, but they never give the reason for the spite. And then they say he's not yet been sentenced because he still is waiting, you know, <laughs> a trial on child porn charges. Okay, now I'm going to stop for one second. You know, isn't it funny to you and to me and to everything else and how horrible child porn is? I mean, child porn is horrible, I guess, unless you're a pedophile trying to groom children, I guess, and you're a weirdo. I guess you like that kind of sick stuff, and you deserve to be basically buried in a grave somewhere out back. But the reality is this. You know, why do they always throw child porn into this? I mean, why do they? Why is it suddenly everybody gets convicted of child porn or get accused of child porn, and we know they can plant crap on people's computers, okay, including the CIA. They can do that too. It's like it wasn't enough to charge him for espionage. you got to plant child porn stuff. And I'm not saying he didn't do that. I'm just saying it seems weird to me that so many people have this child porn on their computers. I mean, who's stupid enough to download pornography or child porn or weird stuff on your computer? Anyhow? I mean, why would you do that? that? That's like setting a big red flare up and saying, hey, look at me, look at me, look what I've done. Just, you know, Don't be loading any kind of garbage on your computer ever. Look at Hunter Biden's laptop. What, 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 is, he, what is he saving all those perverted videos for? I mean, what kind of weirdo is this guy? But we see this over and over again, and the media kind of does what they want to do. And, and you know, and I, the thing about it is, you got to look at something here. You got to look at what power we give news anchors. You know, we had uh, back, back. We had for those of you who don't remember, but those who will, we had a guy named Walter Cronkite. I mean, people said he was the voice of God, and he had a great voice. He had a great demeanor on TV, and he was on for many, many, many years. And then he became and was a member of the New World Order Commission and all the people who were trying to create a one-world government. And they pretty much left him alone and kept him on a million, multi-million dollar salaries while he was retiring. And he continued to do their work, speaking at things like the World Economic Forum or something similar to that, you know, promoting a world government and, and communism. And he was just a hardcore Marxist is what he was. So he continued to do the work of these guys, but he had tremendous power and authority whenever he spoke. And you see this now with the news anchors. You see it with Tom Brokaw. You see it with Peter Jennings. You see it with Dan Rather. And suddenly you start looking at what's happened to these guys, and it's almost like after they've run their course and they've had, and, pe- and, and people have stopped listening to them and the and the and the what ends and again the algorithms start to doubt who they really are. Suddenly they're a victim of a scandal. Have you guys ever noticed that? You have all of these major news broadcasters. You know, Dan Rather was basically. You know, slammed and slammed and slammed because of some stuff he said about George Bush. And it basically destroyed his credibility. So even if he comes in and does something now after he's retired, nobody listens to him anymore. You had all these things happen because these people eat their own. You know, once they're done with these people and there's no longer a need for them and they no longer are proving to be effective as far as from a propaganda agency standpoint, like what you know, the CIA paying them, they now have to discredit them so they no longer have a footprint. Look, look at old Bill O'Reilly with all the sex scandals that he had, and how he's been completely, disc- you know, you, you know, basically discredited. You know, Eric Boiling, 
You know, Brian Williams, he was completely discredited. You know, Rick Sanchez. I mean, this list goes on and on and on. Dan Rather, again, I'm looking through this list. I'm posting this on the line. Laura, Laura, Laura Logan, you know, you know, and, you know, Keith Oberman, all these people and Curry. They, they end up saying things or doing things, and suddenly the media, you know, like with Matt Lauer or the Kumos, they, they, the media starts coming in when these people have lost their effectiveness, effectiveness and, the, and the algorithm bots no longer work as far as they're maintaining a narrative. They're destroyed, and they can do it to anybody pretty much if they, if they give them enough media coverage, and I see it over and over. Now, all those people I listed, I don't like any of them. just thought I'd mention that, okay? But the reality is, is that they – are always put to a point where they're no longer allowed to carry a voice or a footprint after the CIA Operation Mockingbird. People are done with them, period, over and over and over, and they're slammed. And the sad part about it is the American population still doesn't see it. And, of course, Walter Cronkite, he continued to do their work, and so they continue to, con- to promote him, which is absolutely nuts. But on, on, a, on a good news, though, this is a good news, the Navy officer who refused the COVID vaccine he has been cleared of misconduct in a groundbreaking legal case. This is huge news for military personnel. Lieutenant Bill Mosley asserted that he would not take the COVID-19 injection for religious reasons, but decided not to submit an exemption request when he found out that the U.S. military was denying all requests. Lieutenant Mosley became convinced that as an officer, he had an obligation to take a stand against the unlawful order and be a voice for the thousands of enlisted sailors. On May the 20th, the Navy Administrative Board determined in a three-to-one, three-to-zero vote that he did not commit any misconduct by refusing to take the vaccine and is permitted to continue serving. During the hearing, hearings, Lieutenant Mosley's lawyer argued that the COVID-19 vaccine mandate for the U.S. military service members was not lawful and reportedly highlighted that the military failed to make available the FDA-approved version of the lab. I mean, we talked about this on the show. The FDA-approved biotech's Comirnaty, com, T-O-M-I-R-T-N-A-T-Y. Well, I have to name these things so weird. I have no idea. Which is not being produced in the U.S. is the one they approved. The shot that is being promoted is manufactured by Pfizer and Biotech, but it only has an emergency use authorization and does not have FDA approval. So they said the guy does not have to take it. They have found him innocent. And I like that because for the first time now, somebody in the military has actually gone to court, and now they found basically that he does not have to take the vaccine and can continue serving. Now, are they going to continue to promote him and let him have what he needs to do, et cetera, et cetera, as far as his, for his career? Probably not because he's kind of rubbed their nose in it. But we need to understand that these groups of people that are out there standing their ground and trying to do the best they possibly can, we need to support them the best of our abilities. Now, some of them we're not really sure about. Because we're not really sure what they're going to do long-term wise, like Governor DeSantis, who we really like down here in Florida. I really like this guy. But now he's been, you know, attacked by Gavin Newsom, who ran ads last week here in Florida against DeSantis. And Governor DeSantis fires back at Gavin Newsom. He says he treats his California citizens like peasants. <laughs> you gotta love DeSantis. Now he's telling everybody that the California governor thinks his people in his state are throughout the United States are peasants. And boy, isn't that the truth? How many times have you heard us say that? But the crazy part about it is, and I said this before and I'll say it again, I spoke to multiple people when I was up, you know, you know, on Mackinac Island at the Grand Hotel you know, a couple of weeks ago, and every single person that I spoke to from California loved their governor. I mean, that's just crazy to me. 
that they would see him with such admiration when he was such a weirdo. Now, mind you, these two that I spoke about this to that were from California, they were extreme liberals. But don't they see – the one guy had like three or four vaccines and boosters and everything else, and you could tell he wasn't even there anymore mentally. It's a weirdo. But the reality is is that why don't they wake up? Why do they keep taking more shots? Why don't they see the truth? And we've talked about it before. So the veil's been put over their hearts and their minds so they cannot see and believe the truth. We covered that on Monday show. You guys need to watch, listen to that one again. Wow. So, guys, just stand your ground with Jesus. Stand your ground. It's so very important. Remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And that's why I always bring you a message of hope with this show. We've got to stand the ground with Christ. We've already got victory in this deal. We just have to deal with these skirmishes on a daily basis. Because overall, this war has won. It was won on Calvary. And we've got to understand that because we're in covenant with the Most High God. Austin, what do you think? And what's your next story, bud? Oh, you're, you're exactly right. I mean, this, this is why it's going gonna, it's gonna to spool up again. It's constant. I've said this repeatedly. They're not going to let this thing go. They're going to constantly keep pushing it as long as they can milk this thing for. And quite frankly, as long as people continue to stay blindly ignorant and just act like peasants, <laughs> like DeSantis calls a lot of the people that act like this, they're going to keep doing it. I mean, I saw an article now yesterday, the, the WHO director. Jenner Tedros Gleberson, however you say his last name, the WHO director, he said that the public needs to start getting ready for more mass mandates. He said there's a major disconnect in COVID-19 risk perception between scientific communities, political leaders, and general public, and we need to get ready to start doing more things to slow the spread. Okay, here we go again, like masking, distancing, and ventilation. <laughs> so here we go again. When the research now showed that the masks did nothing, when we saw the research with John Hopkins University, that basically the lockdowns did absolutely nothing. In fact, they actually had more problems than good. When we find out now that more research we see, the people that got the shot are not protected whatsoever, it reaches a point where you kind of have to ask yourself, why in the world does anybody believe what these people are saying? <laughs> and I mean that sincerely. I mean, after a while, you would think when somebody bold-faced lies to you for two years straight, every single word that comes out of their mouth is a bold-faced lie – when in the world are you going to believe anything they tell you else to do? Obviously, they don't want anybody having natural nutrition. They've already told everybody, you know, ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine from a from a drug standpoint, you can't use them. Can't use them. They're not approved. Can't use them. But they're showing that the ivermectin's working really good with zinc and vitamin C. Nope. Fake news. Can't use it. Doesn't work. Can't work at all. But we're watching hundreds of people that are recovering. They're like severe in the hospital taking ivermectin with vitamin C and zinc. Nope, fake news, can't talk about it. You talk about that, now you're being censored. You can't say that. Well, why? Well, it's because they don't want people to get better. They want to increase the death rate as much as possible. The more scared people are, the more dead people are, the more compliant the rest of the population is. And that's exactly what they're going for now. I saw earlier, and this is actually good news for folks in France, don't know if they'll try to overturn this now again, the French President Macron suffered a humiliating setback now after his vaccine passport demand scheme has now been come, has come to a screeching halt. The minority government wanted to extend the policy where anyone entering France has to show proof of vaccination. I mean, to step foot across the border, you have to show proof of fully injected. However, the right-wing national rally and the hard left and right-wing Republicans, I guess, all united to vote against the policy. 
They lost the vote by a margin of 219 votes to 195. They said the bill's defeat was met with wild cheering and standing ovation from opposition lawmakers and footage that was wildly circulated on social media. Now, of course, they're still trying to mandate these vaccine mandates and passports all over the country. But we've already seen now the vaccine passports were just disguised as a form to control more people and force more people into getting the kill shot. That's all it was. That's why there's now there's massive, massive lawsuits that have been starting up against all types of companies that were trying to force people to get this shot. That's why I had so many folks come to me and say, dude, what do I do? I said, dude, file a risk exemption. I can't get it. Aren't going to get it. And like Dad said earlier, with this military officer, I'm really, really glad that they ruled in his favor. That's going to set up a huge precedent. Remember, guys, nobody has a right to tell you you've got to take experimental injections into your body. There's human rights that go way back for this. This entire concept is intentionally being done. I told everybody this in the very beginning. It's intentionally being done to make you believe that you do not have a right over your own body. And the aspect of somebody can walk up to you with a hypodermic needle and say, you have to take this shot because I said you have to get this shot. And you simply have to say, okay, I'll roll up my sleeve. But again, it was always based on compliance. Remember that. I never not one time in the United States saw somebody getting locked down on a gurney, you know, basically a C-spine board and having their arm shirt and sleeve rolled up and injected against their will while they're kipping and screaming and saying no. I never saw that or heard of it one time. Now, there was severe, severe coercion. And there were people stating that they were going to fire you and terminate you and basically not allow you to function in society or go to the store if you don't get the shot. I saw plenty of that. But I not one time saw people being held down and injected because this shot has to be consensual. They have to make sure that you consent to it. It's something with their weird stuff they do all the time. That way they can come back and say, well, bud, here's your signature on this paper. You signed the release on this, and you'll know that. Every I've looked at it for I got the one at Publix that one time. They had it there. Big old setup, you know, vaccines, COVID shots here. I said, can I see one of those? She goes, okay, sure. You want to get the shot? I said, oh, hold on, hold on a second. And I was looking through it just to read through it. And she goes, oh, you want to get it? I said, absolutely not. Did, do I look like a moron to you? The girl, like, looks at me back. I'm like, why would I get the shot? Why would I possibly inject this sludge into my body? And I kept the paper. And looked at it later on. It was insane. And basically, you're, you're signing off that you can't hold anybody liable for anything that happens you after you get the shot. And you're, you're fully consenting this injection. That's why I have such a hard time with these young children, with these parents doing this. These three and four year old kids don't know what's going on with them. They don't. They don't know. This again, exactly, right. exactly what Dad says. They all want to get this on the shot schedule with the CDC, so they can start doing this left and right. I saw a video earlier from a uh, from a tweet. From an individual, Sanava Abich, who basically says they have a family business in casket manufacturing in North America. Now, I don't know who this guy is. They said this is a vetted tweet that he put out, and he basically has been verified. But he basically said, we've received two bulk orders for sub-five-foot sub units children's size in less than six months. He said, never in 30 years of business have we ever sold child-sized coffins in bulk. Now, whether or not he's legit or not, I don't know. I looked some stuff up on them. Apparently, they do have a company over here in the United States as far as building caskets. Kind of a grim job, but I mean, somebody's got to do it. There's a market for it. But again, got to kind of wonder did they know what was going to happen before this shot rolled out? My answer is if I could figure it out, and I'm not even a Pfizer scientist, I'm pretty sure they knew exactly what was going to happen. That's hence why the, the pool of children that were using the clinical trials. 
per the documentations that Pfizer gave the FDA that got them the emergency approval, went from 4,500 children that were participants all the way down to 1,800 by the very end. Guys, it was only an eight-week clinical trial. They they lost almost two-thirds of the participants in eight weeks. What happened to them? Well, they said they had to drop off because they basically weren't allowed to you know, continue the trial. Was that because they died? Was that because they had severe side effects? Was that because they basically pulled out on their own because their parents no longer wanted to see their kids continually get injected? Uh, my personal opinion, I think it's all the above. I've never seen a clinical trial drop that many people that fast. I mean, so you're telling me that 1,800 kids in this clinical trial were determining the fate of 20 million children in the entire United States, 23 million kids in the entire United States? Oh, it's totally safe and effective because, well, we said it. Even when you look at the research, it wasn't safe and effective, and that's them cherry-picking the documents and the numbers to give the FDA or, the, yeah, to get the approval form. So understand what they're continuing to do here. Also, to another news, I encourage people, as always, you know, every single day, continue to train, stay active, stay weapons proficient. A Florida sheriff down there in Escambia County, Sheriff Chip Simmons, has now basically encouraged and basically told a homeowner, you know, we're glad you defended your family. As three individuals broke into his home that were armed in the middle of the night, he ended up basically getting an altercation with these individuals who had a gun on him. He was able to run back to his room and retrieve his AK-47 that he engaged all three individuals with, shot all three of them. The third one got shot in the face, managed to make it outside and collapsed, and the other two basically were caught later on by the sheriff's department. This is always funny to me whenever you hear about these politicians saying how you don't need an AR, an AK, or you know, a 308, or whatever the random gun they want to shuffle in the deck and pick out. And it's always funny to me, most of those people know why you need a firearm. But they intentionally lie to the general populace to try to make people believe the lie, and that's that you, again, don't have a right to defend your body, defend your life, defend your family, defend your country. And it's funny. These politicians are the very same people that walk around with full contractors around them 24-7 with security detail, most of which are all carrying Firearms, a lot of them carrying machine pistols, including Glock 18s in some cases, full security 24-7 while they tell you you don't have a right to have a semi-automatic rifle. You don't have a right to have a standard capacity magazine well, because, you know, we're more important than you are. You know, you don't you can't defend yourself, but we'll have security team around us 24-7 because, you know, we're, we're important. We're, we're kind of a big deal. You know, we, people know us. We, we have to have the security, but, but you don't. So, again, I tell people all the time. Make sure you know how to handle your firearm in an emergency. Know how to reload. Know how to clear a malfunction. Know the ins and outs of your firearm and very well. Make sure your gun's broken in. I've seen so many people do that before. They'll buy a brand new gun and, you know, they're like, oh, yeah, I got him. Like, have you shot it yet? No, I'm carrying it. I will not, under any circumstances, carry a firearm that I have not shot at least a couple hundred rounds through. Period. I will not carry it on my purse as my concealed carry gun, ever. Because I don't know. I don't know what the gun's going to do. I mean, I've, I've seen people before buy brand new firearms, and they're on their first or second mag, and all of a sudden the gun malfunctions and jams. It didn't even break before. All of a sudden it's like, well, what would have happened if I would have been had that on my person? Something would have happened. You don't know. You at least got to put a couple hundred rounds through it. Figure out your accuracy. Figure out how it operates. Figure out how it malfunctions. Figure out if there's any ammo it doesn't like. That's why I like Glocks, but a lot of people give me a hard time on that. I just like Glocks. They shoot underwater. 
I remember years ago, I was when I was out hog hunting, I used to have a four-wheeler. We used to go out to property. We go hog hunting, and I'm riding my Glock 30, which is a 45 ACP. And I had it, you know, in my holster, you open carry when you're hunting and stuff. And we went through this bog, this swamp bog out in the middle of the swamp in Florida, and uh, it was way deeper than I expected. And, I mean, we were swamped the four-wheelers. I had a snorkel on it and went through it. And I mean, I was, like, up to my chest in the swamp going through this thing. And I remember I got out of it. And I had an ammo can we had in the front strap down, so it was sealed for all, like, any extra gear, cell phone, stuff like that. But I still had my forty five on me. And we got to the back and got out of it. And my buddy goes, man, he's like, you submerged that whole pistol. I said, it's a Glock. He goes, you think it's still going to run? I said, I'll just find out. I pulled it out and squeezed about four rounds off. Boom, 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 boom. Not a hiccup. Not a malfunction. I said, it's still hot. He goes, it's still hot. It's a Glock. And so, again, the reason why I tell you that is because you have to understand what your weapons are going to do in certain situations. Because I'm telling you right now, the more you start to see society collapse, the more you start to see this inflationary rate escalate, we're just seeing the warm-up phase of an inflation right now. I personally think by next year into 2023, 2024, with the food prices going through the roof, with everything else continuing to become more and more expensive, you're going to see people become much more desperate and desperate people do desperate things this is why you're seeing the crime rate in chicago in la in seattle in portland they're going up exponentially every single year they beat the previous year of of shootings of knifings of burglars of home invasions of carjackings they keep going up like every single year they get high oh we beat last year's record it's like a standing joke in california or not in california in chicago Oh, well, you know, this 4th of July, we had 72 people get shot. We beat last year. Last year was only 68 people. You know, 2023, we'll see how, how high it goes this time. And I'm not being sarcastic on the sense that these people, you know, are injured. I mean, it's serious. A lot of people die. But it gets to a point where people become so numb to it because it's like it's just a normal occurrence now in these areas. And it's funny to me. Almost every single one of these cities and places that you hear about this happening on a regular basis, almost all of them have the highest crime with the strictest gun laws in the entire country. Isn't it funny how those two correlate? Isn't it funny how those two almost go up parallel on a graph together? Higher crime rate, more restrictions on firearms. And then you do reverse, lower crime rate, less restrictions on firearms. Hmm. Almost kind of like people having the ability to defend themselves makes a difference with how criminals act and operate. Because remember – now, I remember a sheriff told me this when I was in Montana up there. And I love Montana. Amazing state. Beautiful state. Great weather. Most time. It gets really cold, though. <laughs> and uh, super pretty place. And I was talking to a sheriff up there, and I said, you know, crime really isn't that bad up here. He goes, well, no. He goes, because everybody pretty much knows everybody's armed. Because if you know you got a 44 Magnum under your jacket and the other guy's got a 44 Magnum under his jacket, everybody just kind of has that mutually assured self-destruction concept going on. I'm going to kind of leave you alone and you're going to kind of leave me alone. There's really no reason for both of each other to kill us, you know, kill each other today. It doesn't really work real well. And you have this mutual respect that everybody kind of has for one another. It doesn't mean certain things don't happen and bad things. No, it doesn't mean that at all. But what it does is it massively lowers the amount of crime because when bad guys know that good guys are armed, it's not funny to go get shot back at. This is why you see these criminals, they pull these guns out and stuff on people. There's a 99% probability they know nobody's going to defend themselves. Nobody's got any equal force to retaliate. It's easy. No big deal. 
So again, I encourage you, continue to stay strong, continue to stay in shape, and continue to train the best you possibly can right now because I personally think there's a lot of stuff that's going to start occurring over the next couple months and years, and they're intentionally doing this, guys. I mean, you can see what the bumbling buffoon Biden does. I mean, granted, he doesn't do anything. But they're using him as the scapegoat to basically do all these horrific policies, including with the fuel, including with the energy sector and all these things, because they're trying to bring the U.S. down. The U.S. is like the world economic engine for the most part, as goes the United States, as goes the rest of the world for the most part. And they know that the United States is very difficult to collapse. It's not just going to fall apart overnight. Remember, Rome took hundreds of years to collapse. When you have an empire that's as vast and as big as the United States, it doesn't just trip over and fall one day and break into pieces. It has a very significant downfall from the inside. Very rarely do you see empires like the United States collapse from an invading force, ever. It's always done from within, within. And you see that now, and it's exactly what happened with the Bolsheviks in 1917 and basically Russia. And this exact same thing we're seeing now with these individuals telling you, oh, hey, hey, a guy can have a baby. Oh, you're promoting violence towards tranny people because you're saying that a grown man can't have a baby. Not promoting violence against anybody. I'm flat out telling you a grown man can't have a baby. There's no violence being promoted here. I'm just telling you straight facts. If you choose not to believe them, well, that was your choice. I saw a photo somebody sent me earlier. Camp Lejeune, the United States Marine Corps mess hall. And I guess they can, you know, some of them in there, they can wear civilian clothes in there. And there's a, a guy walking around in a red dress with fish and dead stockings on. Not joking. I don't have the full context of what this is now, but apparently they can't say anything to him if he's basically off duty uh, because, you know, if he wants to be a cross-dressing pervert, the United States Marine Corps is now saying you can be a cross-dressing pervert and still be a Marine. As sad as embarrassment as that is to me right there, the beloved Marine Corps, it's starting to fall again from within, not from an outside fighting, invading force, Dad. What do you think? I saw the same picture. It was disgusting with the fishnet stockings on. And the only way that a man can have a baby is if the man's a woman pretending to be a man. <laughs> just to mention that. I mean, it's just that's the perverse thing of all of this. You know, the woman says, I'm a man now, but now I'm pregnant, but I'm a pregnant man. It's just stupid. It's, she's, not a, she's not a man. She's a woman. And uh, she's just pretending to be a man, like Bruce Jenner. I mean, just he's a man pretending to be a woman. It's just it's weird. They've got some kind of mental disorder. And now they basically are being promoted as the people that we have to give all the rights to, which go back to what I always talk about, which is the Kabbalist Luciferian role on all of this stuff, trying to twist everything upside down and make everything perverted because they believe their their God is a snake. I, I covered this in detail on Monday. But we need to realize also, you know, uh, they want the old people, like that would be me, I guess, I'm in my 60s. Uh, they want us gone because we're the dinosaurs. We're the ones that they don't like to have around anymore. The the uh, one guy who plays Captain America, I think his Chris, name's Chris something, I forgot. You know, his brother's a full-blown, openly homosexual guy. Uh, this Captain America guy doesn't have girlfriends. He always goes to the gay rallies. He's probably queer also. He's saying that anybody who basically doesn't want to, you know, promote trans world stuff and weird stuff is basically a dinosaur that they will soon be silenced. I guess means they're going to soon die and basically uh, go extinct. Uh, you know, so he's another person now. This is Captain America, who I really thought that guy was a good actor and I thought he did a good job in the first original Captain America. Uh, I'm done with him. I won't go to his movies anymore. And uh, you guys have to take the same stand, please. You know, you know, just if you'll listen to me on that one little thing. 
don't watch the Hollywood stars that are openly promoting this filthy stuff. Just don't go to their movies. Just say no. This Buzz Lightyear has completely been just, just a horrible, horrible, horrible movie for Disney having the queer stuff in it. Just don't go, which is great. I mean, I love it. Now, back to Glocks as far as guns. I love Glocks. Right? But I, I've also carried Kimbers before. But I will say this, and I'm just going to just let you know. If you carry a Kimber and you pocket carry it and you don't holster it, it gets pocket lint in it, you got one shot. And it's going to jam the second shot. You go, come on, Ted, it's a Kimber. It's not going to do that. Oh, yeah, the tolerances are so tight that it's going to jam. I've had it happen multiple times. I've carried a pocket camera in my pocket, and I've gone to the gun range to use the gun. Didn't clean the gun before I went to the gun range. First shot was fine. Second shot jammed. It happened multiple times. So I said, I'm done. So I started carrying a Glock again. And so Austin's right about the Glocks. And they're not as accurate as a Kimber. I'll give Kimber that. They're not as accurate. But they're a whole lot more reliable. And if you carry a nine millimeter, you need to use some, you know, some really good Hornaday ammo or something else that it'll fragment. Uh, you don't have to do that if you're carrying a 45. 45, the, you know, 45 ACP is such a powerful round that you don't, you don't have to, you worry about carrying expensive ammo in it. It's just an incredible weapon. I love the 45, but I like the firepower of the nine millimeter because you can't get more rounds into the, into the, uh, the magazine. But, but we need to understand that, you know, what's really going on here is this global intelligence agencies. You've got the CIA, MI6, and Mossad. Those are the primary ones that are going out here and just doing everything they can by using the media to promote the Great Reset, which is to bring us into a new world order through Klaus Schwab, <clears throat> through Switzerland. This anti-disinformation industry has nothing to do with protecting a gullible public from information that might cause them to make bad decisions. It's about creating and directing a narrative to control the population and hide truths that might overthrow the ruling cabal and its plans for a one-world government. This is, this is from uh, Kennedy. He posted this. In 1948, the CIA's Office of Special Projects Laws launched Operation Mockingbird, the clandestine CIA media infiltration campaign that involved bribing hundreds of journalists to publish fake stories at the CIA's request because the CIA, which was the OSS in World War II, they realized that if you put fake information out to the Germans and you kept 90% of it accurate and 10% fake, you could make them believe anything you wanted from an intelligence standpoint. They just turned it on us. During the Cold War, the CIA propaganda disparaged communist ideologies. Today, it promotes radical ideas that bring us closer to the Great Reset. Now, it was doing this because it was being told to do this as far as disparaging communist ideologies. But then in the same time, it was trying to do complete and total groupthink crowd control by putting trash into the media and using subliminal marketing. Most of the organizations claiming to promote truth and counter disinformation are, in fact, the exact opposite. That includes many, many alt-media shows. I've talked about this. The latest and most blatant example of this was the Biden administration's Ministry of Truth, this information governance board that's going to be set up by the U.S. Home Department of Homeland Security. Evidence shows scholars and academics who speak out against the establishment narrative on the conflict between Russia and Ukraine are being targeted by media personalities working hand-in-hand with the intelligence apparatus, CIA, MI6, Mossad. And that's why apparently we are the one of the only shows that I ever hear talk about the fact that Ghislaine Maxwell and Jeffrey Epstein were Mossad. They worked for Israel to compromise our politicians, as James Trafficking told us about so many times before he died. And so we need to understand this intelligence group goes out and does whatever they have to to destroy people. Now their latest target has been Jordan Peterson. Jordan Peterson has been talking about how stupid the woke agenda is, how bad it is, and now he's being hammered in all kinds of media outlets. 
because now they want to destroy him because they gave him a huge outlet on YouTube and all the things that he was promoting. And suddenly he's being pulled down on everything. Let me give you a perfect example. Jordan Peterson is claiming that Russia attacked Ukraine to stop the spread of degenerate U.S. culture wars that have spilled over into gender. And he rants about Biden's Supreme Court pick not being able to define what a woman is. I'm reading from the Daily Mail. Dr. Jordan Peterson, brilliant, by the way, argued that culture wars over gender emboldened Russia to invade Ukraine in order to stop the spread of Western degeneracy. Well, it's a lot more than that, Dr. Peterson. A lot of it has to do with the fact that they were being shelled for eight years. But Peterson claimed that culture wars were in clear view during the confirmation hearings of Supreme Court Justice Ken Brown Jackson. Jackson had dodged the question, what is a woman? (laughs) <laughs> which Peterson called irrational and portrayed by the degeneration going on in the West. Peterson claims comes days after he doubled down his attack on transgender star Elliot Page following his Twitter suspension. So he's coming out. He's fighting against the culture war. Now I'm going to say something that's going to be it's going to be offensive to some people, but I, I've got to I've got to I've got to say why I'm saying it after I say it. He also had one of the uh, models that was about. I don't know, a couple hundred pounds overweight, and she was like running around in a swimsuit. And she, he basically said, "This is not beautiful." Now, why would he say that? He because this is what they're trying to teach us. Remember, I told you when they can accept you, get you to accept things that aren't beautiful as beautiful. What ends up happening is you start accepting all types of deviant stuff in the culture. When they tell you that two knives or two forks welded together is art. Then you can accept the fact that a transgender can be a male or a female or a man can be pregnant because they're twisting the logic to a point which they're trying to force you to accept anything as what they tell you to be as accurate. That's what they're doing. That's why he said that. Now, I'm not saying that some women who are overweight are attractive because some of them actually have – they're pretty. They really are. But when you're 100 pounds, 200 pounds overweight – you have a horrible problem as far as heart disease, diabetes, cancer, arthritic conditions, joint problems, uh, usually elevated blood lipids. You have all kinds of health issues that are really going to be pronounced as you get older. But we've been told to accept this now because our culture has become so obese from a from a from a health standpoint because we've been eating we have been eating so much junk food for so many years now that we become very very sedentary and we basically feel awful all the time and we can't basically work out because we are so overweight or we're so sick and we're taking 10 15 20 25 different medications i've seen it in my own clinic when we had it back in the 80s and that was 40 years ago that people don't understand that the population of the united states 60 to 70 percent of them are overweight now, personally, I need to lose some weight. I'm on, a, I'm on a real tight diet right now. I need to lose about another six or eight pounns. And so Sharon needs to lose like four pounds. You know, but I, I stay in that level where I, I may have to lose four pounds, five pounds or whatever, but I don't allow myself to go to the extreme of gaining, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100, 200 pounds. And it's very easy to do that, by the way. And if you are, and if you've done that, I'm just telling you, all you have to do is eat grilled chicken, you know, rotisserie chicken, take the skin off of it with vegetables. You know, four or five, six times a day, you don't have to be hungry, and your weight will fall off, you know, basically just fall off you. You'll lose so much weight so fast, but you don't want to reduce your caloric intake too much. You should take your ideal body weight times 10. So if you want to weigh 180 pounds, multiply that by 10. If you're a man, that's going to be 1,800 calories a day. If you're a woman and you want to weigh 120 pounds, multiply that by 10. Don't ever go under 1,200 calories a day. and Eat it six times a day throughout the day. But a person who's extremely overweight – Who's glandular, who basically is suffering from morbid obesity, is not pretty. I hate to say that. I'm, I'm sorry, guys, and you know it's true if, if, if you've got that issue. 
you, you need to lose some weight because from a health standpoint, it's not something we need to strive to do. It's just not good. I, I spoke to a girl that I knew years ago and who parents, who her, her parents had allowed her to come, become extremely overweight when she was young. And she was like 300 pounds. And we helped her to lose like 70, 80, 90 pounds. I think she was like, no, I think she was like 260 pounds. We had her up to lose 100 pounds down to, to 160. And she looked great. She did. She's about five foot four, 160 pounds. I mean, she's a little bit overweight, but compared to what she used to look like, she looked great. And, and I, and I told her, I said, you got to maintain this now. This is going to all be disciplined, but she didn't. Now she's back over 300 pounds. And see, it's important that when you're young that your parents feed you right. Now I'm going to meddle for a minute. Don't get mad at me. When parents have young children or if you have the ability to help influence your grandchildren's diet, you need to be really, really concerned about them when they're young because they start to produce all those fat cells from when they're born to about three, four years of age. And then what ends up happening is those cells are with them for the rest of their life. And they're constantly screaming for glucose. And these people are always hungry. Their blood sugars are out of rack. And they start gaining weight very, very easily. Keep your kids healthy at a healthy weight when they're young. That's super, super, super important. And people like Jordan Peterson – you know, I don't agree with everything he says, but he makes a lot of good points. So try to support people out there that are telling you the truth. And thank you for supporting Health Masters because this is what we do. We're a health company. Thank you for getting your supplements from us. If you didn't do it, we couldn't be here. Guys, I love you. I appreciate you so much. Again, I had the opportunity to pray for you today. And just remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Absolutely. And, you know, as we're seeing a lot of this stuff continue to unfold as we pretty much planned it was, or planned it was, pretty much told you it was planned to be, you have to always remember to kind of look at stuff, how it's going to start lining up and kind of start, and that's why people ask for like, well, how'd you, how'd you know that was going to happen? Well, it's not that I knew it was going to happen. It's just there's a high probability from a percentage standpoint it's going to occur because you look at prior behavior. You look at prior actions. You look at prior data that they're telling you, and it's very easy to start figuring out then if you watch previous behavior. And this is why I continue to tell everybody in 2020, I said, if people don't start pushing back and don't stop complying – and just start stop complying. I said, "There's not. This isn't going to end." I said, "This whole goalpost movement with flip flop Fauci went on so long because people went along with it. Because the vast majority of people didn't push back. This is why it is crucial that people continue to stand up and get the truth out there and say, "No, you know what? I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to go along with this." I mean, this is why I've, I've constantly, constantly. I've been trying to expose everything we can about January 6th. I mean, the more stuff I find out about January 6th, this whole thing, they knew what was going to happen. They had everything planned with the FBI, Homeland Security. They were literally waiting on it to happen. They incited a huge portion of it. A lot of the individuals who were the spearhead that were going to the Capitol were either paid informants or FBI agents or Homeland Security. The more data keeps coming out, more and more and more. Then we found the one from that judge they released it, what, a last couple weeks ago, showing that there were Homeland Security agents with their own little team with cameras on them recording everybody that was walking around before anything ever happened and continued to do so. I mean, when you start realizing what it was, it was designed to be exactly what it was, a controlled opposition theater in order to use as an excuse now to do more restrictions on the populace, to demonize more people that push back, and to say that anything that anybody says about January 6th essentially is a domestic terrorist if you don't agree with what happened or if you don't agree that it was basically terrorism if you disagree with it. 
Well, that's what they do in every type of opposition propaganda, isn't it? If you don't believe and go along with what we tell you, then you're the terrorist. Remember George Bush, the dumb one? I mean, I'd say, you're, you're either with us or you're with the terrorists. You know, it's just a choice. You're with us or you're with the terrorists. You either go along with us bombing Iraq and every other country in the Middle East or, or you're a terrorist. Now, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's multiple other options there considering the fact that we really didn't need to go in and start carpet bombing multiple countries in the Middle East. But then we wouldn't have been able to get the Central Reserve Banks in there, would we? No. We couldn't have taken over the dinar. We couldn't have put in another Fed bank in Iraq. Of course, then we started to figure out exactly what it was about over there. This is what happens when people go along with the lie. See, the algorithms, the social media, the online platforms, I've told you guys this repeatedly, and it's very, very true. They run data points on all this. They run algorithms on all this. And the more people that are vocal, the more people push back, the more people stand up and say, no, I'm not okay with this, the more they realize that the population is not ready to accept the next round of lies. If people simply just go along with it and they don't see any pushback, they know, okay, algorithms are in our favor. We know that 80% of the people are going to go along with whatever BS we tell them to next. So, again, thank you for getting the truth out there. Thank you for forwarding the show. Thank you for standing up. The same thing as we've seen now, the contradictory nature with this entire abortion narrative that they put out right at the right time. I told you guys that. Now that that's starting to fade off now a little bit, now we've got what's the next phase? Oh, COVID 6.0, whatever other updated windows you know they want to put in there now. So thank you again. Also, too, be sure to check out the website at healthmasters.com. We also have the hyaluronic acid formula for the joints that is up and running now. We finally finished that formula on the website at healthmasters.com. You can actually vote for it on the product of the week as well. Thank you again, my friends. Check out if you need anything, healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again on this show as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.